Welcome to Season 3 of the Cannabivarum Podcast, the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval yet. Using cannabis mindfully as medication is a different concept in Western healthcare philosophy, specifically of the past 100 years. There's a lot to learn and reconsider. The information you'll find here comes straight from the scientists and clinicians doing the work and reporting their findings in real time through various live online outlets. The scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see at respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine as a fly on the wall. Because I'm not a doctor. I didn't go to med school. I did take dozens of private cannabis courses offered by cannabis expert scientists online over the past few years and slowly began to understand the bigger picture. Well, I can talk to those medical professionals about cannabis all day long and their patients and hopefully inspire them uh, to research the facts as we know them today. Cannabis is an amazing alternative in health remedies that can reportedly alleviate typical disease problems and troubling side effects caused by synthetic prescriptions. This is Honey Smith Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist, raised by nuns and wolves in the verdant cattle pastures of the Oklahoma oil fields. I'm here to amplify the truth of this great big story and language of cannabis in historical, political, and scientific terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. Hello, my friends. I've been reading some historical stuff about medicine and cannabis and origins and the like. Origins are so interesting and often not what you'd expect. One of the main symbols in my logo is an ancient historical graphic depicting medicinal help. I'm referring to the Rod of Asclepius. I drew it on top of a cannabis leaf as part of my logo. It's a stick with a worm or a snake around it. One story goes that many people back then got tapeworms, and the remedy was to entice the creature out of the nose or throat with a bowl of sweet milk. When the creature ventured out towards the milk, it would get wrapped around a small stick and gently pulled the rest of it out of the patient. I knew a girl this happened to when I was about 15 years old, and her mother described the same gruesome process. But way back in ancient times, most of society couldn't read. So a sign with a painted worm wrapped around a stick became a medicinal symbol for help. Another story says that Asclepius once saved his mother from getting entangled in um, dueling snakes with his handy rod. 
Back in those days, snakes were considered sacred animals because of their remedial venom and and their ability to shed their skin, which was a a, a symbol of rebirth. And still another claims Asclepius and his parents were deities, gods with a small g, whatever that means. I put them in the same category of power as the Pope or mythical Santa and the Easter Bunny. But I love Santa, and the kids love a sweet furry bunny, till they're about nine. Anyway, I've told this story before, and the reason I used that symbol, it lets some medicinal professionals know the depths of my study at a glance, and how far I'll go in research. Because the typical symbol of two snakes encircling a double-winged staff used by most professional medical businesses is based on a mistake, one made by some yahoo in the army not too long ago, (laughs) comparatively speaking. So you can imagine my delight when listening to Dr. Cody Peterson and Ilana Goldberg interview Stephen D'Angelo, one of our industry's biggest legacy celebs, on their latest episode of the Conigma podcast. It was titled, New Year, New York, Stephen D'Angelo. So when Stephen D'Angelo begins to tell the story of ancient Greece being a deeply psychedelic society and beginning the first free walk-in medical facilities, he said, quote, the whole basis of Western civilization came from a society that was consuming psychedelics massively, end quote. He told us the very first free clinics that we know of in the Western world were called the Temples of Asclepius. And Asclepius was the Greek god of healing, the son of Apollo, who was the god of light, truth, and prophecy, and uh, maybe of the princess nymph, Coronis. Stephen D'Angelo goes on to describe the treatment at the temples of Asclepius, which were always open to the public, and sounded very much like the regimen of a current holistic physician, treating the problems after a series of questions with diet, exercise, and herbal remedies. I'm still thinking about a whole society utilizing plants to expand their ideas. I've heard of governments testing prisoners with a new synthetic drug, but whole societies? Are you kidding? In 2021, we couldn't even get past a Virginia school board wanting to burn books. They can't let their kids see an idea that might, what, tempt them into being a bad person? Have you and your religious affiliations not taught them how to think like a good person? You had until they entered kindergarten, and even longer, every Sunday thereafter. Did you think you'd have a say in what the schools were teaching? All that is decided on a much higher level that you're not involved in, even for private schools, which I went to. Hey everybody, this is the seventh season of the Brevard Renaissance Fair in Melbourne, Florida at Wickham Park. It is the best ticket in town for making lifetime memories with your family and friends. 
You'll see dragons and fairies and pirates and knights in shining armor jousting on big white war horses. You'll experience entertainment in an ancient way that runs on human energy instead of electricity. You'll hear music and participate in singing and games and dancing, as well as tasting foods from the past and seeing amazing costumes. This is one of the biggest events in Melbourne, Florida, and it's running every weekend through February 6, 2022. For the price of $21 for adults, $16 for seniors, and $14 for kids all day long. You can live your craziest fantasy by dressing the part and attending in style. There's plenty of food and drink, including libations for adults. Come join our spectacular fun at this year's Brevard Renaissance Fair in Melbourne, Florida. And tell them Honey sent you. My band is playing the Royals' tent this year. Woohoo! You can purchase tickets online at BrevardRenaissanceFair.com. And it's real hard to spell, so I'll have that link in the show notes for you, too. See you there. Speaking of learning, what are y'all reading? I missed a lot of the classics in school and recently bought George Orwell's book, 1984, as an audible on my iPhone thingy. I already knew the premise and thought I was ready for this read, but I gotta tell you, it's hard listening to his descriptions of their reality when it so closely resembles the one we're in now. I couldn't focus on what the author was saying because it triggered my own rumination. I'll have to start all over again. Has that ever happened to you? I'm only a couple of chapters in, but it's just not working. I need to start over. (laughs) And then my friend reminded me that maybe I've already learned that lesson and don't need the read, since I lived it over the past five years. Well, that was a freeing thought. Isn't it strange that I still need, air quotes, permission to stop or start something? That's my programming as a girl. Ask before doing. And here's my old lady retort to that. If you're wondering about it, investigate. Don't wait. The book that gives me the most pleasure at the moment is one that smashes emotional trauma with physical issues. My thoughts keep percolating about how to change a propagandized mind, like those who have succumbed to violent, distorted political rhetoric in our society today. In my search to find answers to recovery of the mind and heart, I picked up a new book called The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma by Bessel van der Kolk, an M.D., Uh, Now, y'all know I I always put links in my show notes to anything that I'm making reference to. This book really connected the dots for me in search of the mysterious switch that's required to change a mindset instantly. And it's deeply personal and complicated. Yet societal ideas have always come from a single notion put forth by a grassroots movement that changed the political trajectory of the country. 
Hello, Hitler, and the big lie in Germany about Jews and gypsies. Hello, Malala, and the big truth about girls and education in Pakistan. I'm looking for that instrument of language that unlocks the stuck-on-stupid in which people imprison themselves. It seems to center around lack of evidence. They stop exploring evidence outside their knowledge base and then just stop believing anything outside that base without consideration at all. And then their arguments turn personal because they have no basis in facts to debate. How do we get past that? Well, it takes the same amount of repetition of right as they heard repetitions in wrong. And it takes something more central to the core of that person. It takes an epiphany a personal epiphany. And that ain't easy. An epiphany means your core thoughts have been shaken with new information. Your thoughts no longer add up. There's new information you're willing to weigh and it may tip the balance of your ideas on an issue you didn't even realize was teetering. Again, how do we do that for those poor people who still believe the big lie here in the U.S.? This book is really good inspiration for figuring that out. Another fascinating read is The Genetic Lottery. Why DNA Matters for Social Equality by Katherine Page Hardin. Her theory provokes all kinds of ideas and aha moments that may melt into solutions for our issues at hand. But it will take a collective to move the needle of conscience. It's education, of course. Learning new ideas is education. And as Oprah says, when we know better, we do better. We've defined our language to understand what words mean. Good ideas should not hurt people, and bad ideas will. We must strive to attain the good over bad. People all over the world are suffering from the enforcement of bad ideas from just a few. We must change this dichotomy, and we must never stop learning. And that means reading. So pick up a good book today and keep going. Hey, let me remind you why we're here. If you haven't tried using cannabis for your health issues, I heartily recommend finding uh, a good primary care physician to make a diagnosis and taking that diagnosis to a good cannabis expert doctor to facilitate your experience in cannabis. Check out the esteemed organization called the Society of Cannabis Clinicians to find a qualified cannabis expert in your area. And remember, you'll find that link permanently residing in my show notes. Then take your diagnosis of problems from your primary care physician to your new cannabis doctor, and that's where your medical expertise continues to work for you. Did I say yours? I meant theirs. That's where their medical expertise continues to work for you. Because they can understand your body and the best cannabis therapy for you to start 
with the limited information and products we have at this time. Every dispensary is as different as every restaurant you'll visit. Sure, they all have the same basic products, but some are better than others because of their secret recipes. Well, we don't need any secret recipes in our medicine. We need clarity and understanding. So let me be clear about what you'll find in Florida dispensaries right now. There is no adult-use cannabis in Florida at this time. There is a very strong vertical corporate structure that shuts out small farmers and business owners along with our crippling banking issues and fundamental business needs that cannot be met because of the legislators continuing to cripple us. Even by capping the amount of THC a patient can obtain. I, I fail to understand where they got their education on this point and the validity of that idea. Which medical school taught them to cap THC for patients? And will that small amount continue to manage the tumor on my gum? I don't think so. The taxes from cannabis will fund every frickin' thing when they stop criminalizing this plant. And the other side of that coin is going to legislate mandatory third-party lab testing for contamination and content for all cannabis sold to patients, period, whether it's adult use or medicinal. The last thought is how to frame cannabis. I understand the idea of mindful pleasure and relaxation in inebriation, and that's fine with me. But we're using a plant in a variety of ways that includes medicine, social fun, business opportunities, corporate structure, and more. So it's going to take some mindfulness to wrap our heads around all these uses and rules. Do yourself a favor and stay close to a professional cannabis consumer advocate so you'll be aware of new discoveries and regulations in the industry. One who talks to the scientist who's making the discoveries. One who talks to the legislators who's deciding what rules to make for all of these new discoveries in cannabis. And one who talks to lawyers and and uh, business owners and all kinds of people so that you will be fully aware of what's happening in this industry around what and however you decide to use this plant. As I mentioned in my last episode, the laws are rolling underneath us without much notice. Florida already changed their prerequisite for obtaining a cannabis card, and none of my original issues count any longer. Not stressful pain in my hands from arthritis that wakes me up every night. Not IBS in my tummy that causes day-long nausea. Not herniated discs down my spine that's changing the way I walk. And not anxiety or PST, PTSD from historical abuse. I have not had a chance to research the changes made in our own system yet, or why they changed, or who rallied for those changes. 
but they obviously have no professional medical background, or this would not be true. And as I mentioned before, I discovered that my old pot doctor's office changed my medical records to reflect a condition I do not have. Multiple sclerosis. MS. I'm assuming they did it to retain me as a cash-paying patient every seven months. But like I asked my new cannabis expert doctor, what's that going to do to my insurance? I mean, after all, it's a lie. And I'm already fearful of the power of big insurance, which has always been governed by old white men who don't give a damn about me. So I'm concerned about how we think about cannabis because we've already, we already have such corruption in our heads about each other and religion and politics and all that weirdness. Mindfulness about peace and war in our hearts is a good place to start. Questioning the origin of your values and why you believe what you do is certainly good introspection for everyone. If you believe something just because you were told to, it's time to check that out for real and decide the value of life for yourself. Origins do matter. But however you think of cannabis, make sure you understand its mysteries and prove that it will do no harm when you ingest it. Hey, my friends. I want to give you a tip about somebody I know who will really give you the help you need. Dr. Anthony Mazo Majorcan is an MD, a highly rated neurology specialist and psychiatrist in Melbourne, Florida, with more experience in headache, epilepsy, and HIV issues than other specialists around here. Dr. Mazo was the first clinician to study the cannabis plant and become a medical marijuana physician in Melbourne when it was finally legalized in Florida in 2016. His understanding of the mechanism and effects of this live plant therapy will set you on the path to relief in just no time. Dr. Mazo is not quick to prescribe traditional synthetic chemicals when he knows that gentle cannabis will likely give the necessary relief. I know this to be true because I had to see him for my own neuropathic issues. He did not prescribe synthetics. He told me to get a particular kind of cannabis instead and use it in a specific way to find relief. And that is what every doctor in America should have in their little black bags. Dr. Mazo is not a typical cannabis-naive clinician in this wild, wild west of, you know, unregulated cannabis and, and all of that right now in this particular moment in cannabis history. You see, those doctors will just see you for about five minutes and grant you a Florida cannabis card, but he's not like that. He actually studied the plant and understands it, and his practice has been here for I don't know, maybe 20 years or, or something like that in neurology. If you're looking for a cannabis expert to help with your real issues, who understands you emotionally as well as physically, he's a brain guy too, remember, a psychiatrist, then call Dr. Mazo. Make an appointment today. He doesn't know I've made this little commercial for him, so be sure and tell him where you heard about him. Just tell him, honey, sent you. He'll get a real kick out of it. 
Dr. Mazo Mayorkin specializes in cannabis therapy, neurology, and sleep medicine. He's rated 5 out of 5 on the Care Dash, a patient's review site of clinicians. And he accepts telehealth appointments as long as it's still legal. Not sure about the rolling legislation right now, but he does <clears throat> if he can legally and is affiliated with uh, the Hospital First Homes Regional Medical Center here in Melbourne. His clinic details, the Brevard Neuro Center. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard about it already. It's been here forever. Dr. Anthony Mazzo, an MD. The phone number, and I'll have all this in the show notes, 321-733-2711. He's off on NASA Boulevard, you know, that um, real nice street down there in the main part of Melbourne, 315 East NASA Boulevard. Great staff he's got, too. You're really going to enjoy your experience with Dr. Mazzo, because he's going to help you feel better. Hey, everybody. This is the seventh season of the Brevard Renaissance Fair in Melbourne, Florida at Wickham Park. It is the best ticket in town for making lifetime memories with your family and friends. You'll see dragons and fairies and pirates and knights in shining armor jousting on big white war horses. You'll experience entertainment in an ancient way that runs on human energy instead of electricity. You'll hear music and participate in singing and games and dancing, as well as tasting foods from the past and seeing amazing costumes. This is one of the biggest events in Melbourne, Florida, and it's running every weekend through February 6, 2022. For the price of $21 for adults, $16 for seniors, and $14 for kids all day long. You can live your craziest fantasy by dressing the part and attending in style. There's plenty of food and drink, including libations for adults. Come join our spectacular fun at this year's Brevard Renaissance Fair in Melbourne, Florida. And tell them Honey sent you. My band is playing the Royals tent this year. Woohoo! You can purchase tickets online at brevardrenaissancefair.com. And it's real hard to spell, so I'll have that link in the show notes for you, too. See you there. You've been listening to another Cannabivarum podcast with 21st century cannabis shaman Honey Smith Walls about the importance of using verifiably safe products. The process of getting a diagnosis from your family doctor and taking your records to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for those issues. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices or strategies. To find a qualified cannabis expert in your area, visit CannabisClinicians.org. It is a National Society of Cannabis Experts, and you'll see that link down in my show notes. 
Unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test, please be advised that all street weed is contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system who already have inflammatory issues like arthritis, IBS, fibromyalgia, or worse. Subscribe to the Cannabivarum podcast and become part of a project to understand the effects of cannabis on the public. Your anecdotal testimony is priceless to me. Medical citations are posted on my podcast blog when you visit cannabivarum.com. That's C-A-N-N-A-B-A-V-E-R-U-M dot com. Hey, and one last thing. Would you take an extra second to give my podcast a like and review? It's like Bitcoin crack for the algorithms. Thanks so much. Hey, I hear the cows calling. <laughs>